Welcome back to the High Civil Wellness Podcast, where we talk about changing your mindset around self-love, money, and abundance. If you are new, I am your host, Jack Scott Lee, your spiritual mindset, wellness, abundance, manifestation queen. Wow, what is going on, my people? How are you? I hope you're all doing really good. Thank you, thank you so much for all the stars and reviews. It's really helping the channel grow, so I really love and appreciate you guys doing that. Yes, and helping expand the Wellness Warriors community where we lift each other up, support one another in our goals, dreams, and desires through positive momentum, vibration, frequency, and divine inspired action towards our biggest manifestations my love so yes so so grateful for you for doing that and it's really aligned with the new wellness world community which is up and running now i'm so gassed and grateful that i get to hang out with you guys all of the time through the wellness world community with daily podcasts videos talks tarot astrology human design all of the things and I've just launched, talking about my last episode, actually, the the imposter syndrome and talking about, you know, feeling good and actually allowing yourself to be a bad bitch, knowing that you are totally deserving and worthy of all the things that you want to manifest and call in and live your absolute beautiful, inspired dream life. You absolutely are totally available and ready to do that and to diminish that voice within you, that negative self-talk. And that doesn't have to be like just for going after your biggest goals and dreams. It can be for anything when you're holding yourself back and telling yourself a story that you know I'm going to fail it's not going to work what will people think of me I'm not ready yet I'm not good enough I've been reading this book recently and the author was talking about actually being ready isn't a feeling it's a decision you know and you get to decide that I was like yes so my favorite one of my favorite things to do is when I'm working out either from the gym on the pole and wherever I'm doing um, I love to have some self-help um, books on the go and I get so much inspiration while I'm doing that. I love to take, I'm such a geek, I love to take notes in my um, note app on my phone to reflect back on, you know, and they were saying, like, you know, being ready and feeling ready actually is a decision, not a, a feeling or emotion, you know? And I was like, that is so deep. I absolutely love, love, love that, you know? And it's so true, isn't it? So often we, we have these plans, we have these things. Oh, I'm going to wait until, you know, I've lost weight. I'm going to wait until I have, you know, X amount in the bank. I'm going to wait until I live in, live in this area, buy this thing. And then I'm going to be, I don't know, happy, feel confident, be secure. Well, actually, you know, when you get to decide to be confident today by, you know, changing your mindset and also inspired action to, you know, being confident, stepping out of your comfort zone, saying hello to a stranger, I don't know, and putting your email email down for a course. For example, I'm, I'm, I wanted to start my Reiki um, training. I thought, oh my God, I'm really into that. I really want to do it. I'm just going to delve in deep, contact a few people who I feel spiritually aligned with. And just go from there, you know. And um, yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really into that at the minute, as well as all the other things that I'm doing. And then just put myself out there. And when I wanted to become a therapist, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm super busy with my business. I'm performing all the time. I'm doing shows and what have you through my dance business. But you know what? I'm going to make time for this thing. And I'm make, and just make it work, you know. Because I think that... When you want to really do something, you will move mountains to do so. And if your heart's not really in there, you're not going to fucking do it right. So actually, getting clear on what it is you want to call in, whether that be many partners, new education, new job, new home, getting clear on what it is you really want. 
and then going about whatever you need to do to make that shit happen and also leaving space for the universe to show you another way because you know what we so it's often it's like yeah i want to make fifty thousand pounds this year extra and i'm going to do it through getting a promotion through my job and this and the other and that's it then you've set your mindset on that scenario and that's it and when it doesn't start to happen how you want it to then it's like yeah law attraction doesn't work mindset work doesn't work well actually it does work but you have to leave room for negotiation too yeah so when i've set my manifestations you know set my manifestations my dreams my goals and desires more like okay this is what i want it's this or something better show me the why I'm open to miracles I'm open to blessings I'm open, I'm open to suggestion because I'm only a, he, a tiny human I only know certain things my life experience when people talk about I, you know I only yeah I want to manifest a new partner but I only attract I only attract this I only attract that yeah you only attracted that in the past from your old version of you honey what about you what about the new you who's working on themselves right now who are they going to attract and you get to decide that I was speaking to somebody recently and they were like oh well, I want to meet someone the old quote-unquote old-fashioned way you know just out and about well actually you know what you probably could do that there's nothing to say that you know what I mean so why don't you set the plans in motion visualize on that focus on that and then set about doing things every day or as often as you can to be in alignment into doing that and what is it about that you know what is it about that you want is it um, spontaneity the feeling of love being loved and actually okay that's the feeling that you want how can I embody that now you know this is what I wanted to talk about actually because lots and lots of people want to talk about manifesting a partner manifesting love manifesting a man getting a dick appointment a husband or what whatever it is that i've been asked quite a lot actually lately to speak on this because i'm not really big on self-love self-confidence um and i feel like yeah you know what i have got a lot of expertise in this area i've dated quite frequently and I have a, a, a wealth of experience in this area as well as so many other things too when it comes to manifestation. Yeah, you got, as you guys know, I manifest tons and tons of cash. I'm manifesting loads of stuff when it comes to my dreams and desires, but also as well, honey, yes, manifesting love. So I'm part of this group and someone wrote in this group something about can you manifest a partner? You know, can you manifest love? Can you manifest your dream person? And all these sort of things. And I was like, well, you absolutely can. I've absolutely done this myself, actually. And I'm continuing to do so too. And then I was talking about, well, what is it that you actually want? You know, when I started, when I, so let me just backtrack a bit because I got married a year ago, I think. Yeah, about a year ago now. And I've been part of a few years now. And it was something that, Something that was like, yes, it was on my list. It's really funny because I made, I, I've been, I do vision boards and I always encourage guys, you guys to do vision boards too. And I had like a 12 month one, a five year one, and a 10 year one. And at each one of those vision boards that I'd made, I love to use that at Pinterest. So I, so I take all the photos that I want and I put them onto an app called Pick Collage, which is free. Love Pick Collage, it's so good. I still use it to this time, I've been using it for years. I've literally been using Pick Collage for like, I don't know, it must be over 10 years now. And I had put on scenarios of my favourite, you know, beach wedding, two guys together getting married, as well as all the other things I wanted to achieve, like, you know, like house, cars, businesses, dance studios, performing on stage, all these sort of things that I really wanted to do. And, you know, mixed in with all this and, and, and getting like um, an overall vibe and energy of what I want to achieve and accomplish. And actually looking back now, thinking, you know what, having a partner being married actually was on that. I was on one of my manifestations, really. And 
so what kick-started that up was, I was like, you know what, I've been dating quite a lot, I've been doing all these things, and actually, yes, I do want to meet this person, um, but I also felt like I needed to do the work on myself too, and that's not to say that you have to be a completely healed person, who is completely healed, you know, to meet the, the love of your life, because actually... You do, you can do all the work, you can do all the healing, of course. I'm, I'm a massive purveyor of self-awareness, you know, and self-development. And that's, there's so much you can do on your own, of course. But I've noticed, especially myself as well, and few other people too I speak to, that you can be as aligned and um, healed as you think that you are. But then when you get into a situation with somebody or a relationship or a dating scenario, whatever it is, when you're, even like, you know, any relationship with your parents, your caregivers, your friends and family, people are going to trigger you all of the time and then you don't even know, you know. And then you, you could think, oh, you know what, I thought I'd worked on that. And you, then actually doing the work is actually being in the situation and then, noticing how you react and respond and how it makes you feel and then start to grow from there. So there's so much work to be, to be done. And I'm still doing this now within my relationship where I'm still working on certain things, certain aspects, because it's part of being in a relationship. And actually, you do a lot of healing work together too. You know, I mean, if two people are both a lot, two or three or whatever it is, you know, whatever relationship um, style that you have, you know, whether that's monogamous, open, whatever it is, if you guys are aligned to working on yourselves and working together to not fix each other, but to work through your stuff and know that you have stuff and that's okay because we're not here to be perfect, you know. And there's this notion that we need to meet this dream person who's going to magically wave a wand and change our lives. Well, you know what? Yeah, you are. That person's you, honey. And it sounds so cliche, but it's true. Like... So I was like, yeah, you know, and so I wrote in this group about, yeah, I, I manifested my husband, OMG, and I made a list of non-negotiables. So my non-negotiables, you know, for example, you know, I went to someone who was into their fitness, who had a, a really good structure when it came to their training, when they, were, they had dream, they had dreams, goals, passion, desires of their own, and they were going after them with passion. You know, these were the things that I were aligned with. Certain, certain other things, well, there were like money things that were uh, negotiables, not non-negotiables, but negotiables. And certain things, I, you know, and you know what, my non-negotiable list actually changed quite a bit because when I was going through this self-love journey and I was dating with intention, you know, um, my negotiables changed. I thought, yeah, I need someone who, wanted, who had like this amount of money, this car, whatever. And, and actually, when I was actually attracting these people, I was like, you know what, that's actually not that, it's not as important as I thought it was. It was important, but it was not non-negotiable. Non like non-negotiable for me would be like someone who's spiritual, someone who's open to, open to spirituality, open to wellness work, who is into living their life out of their comfort zone. And, you know, these are things that I wanted to... Um, embodying a partner and, and started to become those two myself so I, I, I remember when I had I remember, so I, I think it was I just, I'd moved into my apartment and what I'm in right now and it's like, this place is fucking stunning it's massive it's huge it's everything that I want I have a massive pole in here and uh, it's just it's just heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm recording in the, in the living room today and it's like huge high ceilings I've got pink 
purple, electric blue, neon lights all throughout the house. There's sunflowers everywhere. I've got huge disco balls. I'm living in I'm living in my in my vision boards basically. I've got a massive wild and abundance corner with God gods and goddess artwork and affirmations all over the wall. I've got love notes all over my mirrors. I'm living the life of my, of my visualization. I'm really into that, you know, I have Venus in the fifth house in my astrology birth charts and Venus in the fifth house are very creative people. They're very artistic. They're very kind of out there and that's their love language too, you know. So as I started doing this journey, I was like, I'd moved into the house. I'd, my business was going really well, and people were like, "Oh, it's only you who'd met someone now." You know, that would just tick everything. And people and people had said these like really skillful things. You should settle down now. Settle down. Like set, imagine settling. Oh, I just hate that whole phrase. So in this one, and I was like, maybe I should be settling down. Maybe I should be you know, ticking that off my list of things. You know, because I should be doing. Because everyone's saying I should be doing. Maybe I should be doing that. You know. So then I'd, I'd go into a situation in a relationship with somebody who actually wasn't. I didn't have any non-negotiables. Then you know what I mean. But oh yeah, he looks hot. I'm going to date him, we have, we have a laugh, we have banter together, this is my person, you know, and actually it transpired, I ended up in a relationship with somebody who I wasn't really in alignment with, you know, they were, they were, we had similarities, we got on really well, but actually I became very miserable, really unhappy, not because of them, because I was, it wasn't what I wanted to be in, and like for an example, a non-negotiable for me is someone who doesn't drink, because I don't drink, you know, I'm a vegan, I don't drink, I'm really healthy, all this sort of stuff, and this person was drinking quite a lot, you know, for what I, I think if you don't drink at all, someone who's drinking all the time is a lot, isn't it, so I felt like for me, like, you know, to unwind and de-stress and relax, I do, I, um, I do like spiritual stuff and uh, stuff that, you know, doesn't involve like, because as a performer, you know, I'm getting paid to be in theatres, clubs, whatever it is. I'm sober because I'm swinging from the air doing my job. It's quite a dangerous job, you know, and I, I need to be, um, I need to be sober, honey. You know what I mean? So if someone's like uh, living their best life, getting smashed every night because their job's quite stressful, what have you, there's like a, there's like an incongruence there, isn't there? There's something where actually lifestyles aren't the same. So... I, I was trying to break this relationship off a couple of times and they would then be like, I can't live without you, don't leave me, all this sort of stuff, very this kind of like codependency and something that I needed to learn myself actually that, you know what, um, you, when you're in a relationship, that person, whoever it is, isn't your everything. You know, it can be some things. There's a lot of onus, isn't it? And I think we forget this, actually. That person's a human. They don't need to be your best friend, your lover. This, they don't need to be your gym partner. They don't need to be your reading, but they don't need to be your travel. They don't need to be all of the things, you know, because they can't be. They're not all-encompassing. They can be some of those things, you know what I mean? Definitely. But I think it's really important that, A, you can provide those things for yourself, you know, so I had this whole, and I said this in previous episodes, where I had a whole year or two years of self-love, um, where I was working on myself, and like, when I say working on myself, I didn't know how I read books, of course I was doing all this self-love stuff, I was tapping all the time, I was working on the things that I thought that, you know, um, I didn't believe that I was worthy of love, for example, because of things that I'd learned through the past, through be, be, you know, going through relationships where I'd been where I'd been broken up, and there were like you know uh, really rocky relationships, shall, shall we um, shall we say, where you know we were making breaking up all the time. There's a lot of codependency going on, so I was working on all these issues. You know what I mean? And and with that was actually being that person for yourself. You know, so the so I was saying to them the other day, literally, I'd gone from like filling up my calendar all of the time to being busy, 
because I didn't want to be on my own, you know. I didn't want to be on my own because I was always trying to fill it with, with, with okay, I, I'm, I'm this, now I'm doing this, this, I'm doing that, then I'm doing, then I'm here with so and so, and that's great. I think it's great to be out and about and doing all the things. One hundred percent, it really is, you know. Um, but also, and um, we're about that time to reflect and be on your own as well and be, and just be with you and be on your thoughts and so many people can't do that so I started doing my spiritual practice every morning where I spend an hour two hours and really lucky I can do that because prior to um, working for myself I you know I became an entrepreneur like 24 I'd say I think I opened my first business at 24 so before that I was, I was working with other people and having my hours decided for me so now I'm so lucky that I've always wanted to I've championed this I wanted to be the, my, the boss of my own life so for me now, I know that I want to wake up super early because I'm either going to go, I'm going to go training and training involves either being on the pole or in the gym or something. And that's my time to uh, throw on my affirmations, listen to uh, like uh, audio books about self help and spirituality, and learn while I'm training as well as meditation, uh, affirmations. EFT tapping is my go to thing. So I love EFT tapping when it came to self love. Um, because it, I literally I, I'm honed in on what it was I thought. Um, was true true about me, which wasn't lovable, you know what I mean? And actually tapping those out, because what those things are, are limiting beliefs, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not beautiful, or um, I don't feel beautiful, or I need to be a certain way, and tapping all those out, because actually there are people who are imperfect in imperfect relationships all the time. They, they're married, they've been together forever, and they're, they're not doing the work on themselves, you know what I mean? So it's not, it's not that you have to be perfect you have to be this and the other you know but it's a belief that you're worthy and deserving of love as well you know so i had this whole like year or two years where i started to do things on my own i started to show up for myself i was doing all the things i'd i'd have movie nights on my own i'd, I'd love like and i'm saying this to the day actually like so during my single friends, we were like just, when we came to like eating and things, we just literally just throw something in the microwave, have a quick ready meal, have a piece of toast. I've had a piece of toast today. Well, how is that nourishing you? Straight away, you're telling the universe that I'm not worthy and deserving of being nourished or having nice food. So I made it my mission. I bought myself a gorgeous dining table when I moved into the house. <laughs> and um, sorry, no, I didn't have that. Was, after we broke up, so I've changed all the furniture. I thought, this is me. I want this house. You know, to embody me now because I, I was so done with like okay I need to I need to be in a relationship with someone I'm not really in love with but our, our needs and stuff are not aligned you know we're on different paths and that's okay you know you don't have to be with your person forever because if you're changing all the time and your, and your partner's changing all the time and you're not changing together and that's okay too you know I say to people all the time people come in and out of your life at certain moments and sometimes they're going to ride the waves with you and sometimes they're going to start off and do their own thing too and you may your ships may cross again they may not and that's okay you know I think that we've had this like Disney fairy tale that you're going to meet someone as soon as you leave school, right at school, and that's going to be your sweetheart forever and a day, and that's so beautiful. And that does happen, but it doesn't have to happen for everybody, you know. And that's okay as well. Like literally, we need to um, get over this. Like, oh, I need to meet the, the man of my dreams, the woman of my dreams. Well, you know what, honey? You're the woman of your dreams. You're the man of your fucking dreams. Like, so go about doing all the things and set your soul on fire. So I was like, okay, I want to have gorgeous food. I want to have food all for myself every evening. I had this, like, I was really lucky. I ordered like, this, they had like a massive, I'm not sponsored by the company, by the way. I had a go, I think they're called Gusto, Gusto boxes. And Hello Fresh. there's another company that I use as well. I was just chop and change between the two. Anyway, I'm quite a busy person. So I thought, I want really like, nice, lavish food. Uh, I don't want to just throw it in the microwave, but I want to actually make it as well. Because I had a bit of time. I didn't want to take all fucking night either. And these, these are great. So I started having different, gorgeous food every night 
worked in collecting all the recipes and I actually started to make them and after a while I kind of learned how to do all these things myself and then I'd binned off the boxes and started making them for my own too, the ones that I loved, my favourite ones and treat myself to like nice food every night because I'm so worthy and deserving of it, sitting down with nice food and I'd have on, I started to delve deep into my astrology so I'd paid like a ridiculous amount of money to me at the time to learn with this this like astrologer and it was something like I think we must have done like over 100 hours of videos you know what I mean and um, zooms and what have you so I'd be doing that every night delving deep into my astrology learning all this great stuff about you know healing myself and healing others I was doing my therapy course I was doing so many different things and just soaking in all this information just nourishing myself like my soul my body learning about myself learning what I liked and you know who I, and I say there's so many there's so many instances where we know who we are with other people but we don't know who we are on our own, you know what I mean? So, when it comes to manifesting relationships, um, I, I, I wanted to share like a funny story. Like, when I was into, when I was, I, mean, I still use the moon for manifestation all of the time. New moon manifestations, full moon manifestations, and this particular full moon, I, I think it was a new moon actually, and my friend and I, we had decided that we were going to get some like romance candles, they were like red candles that we'd, we'd bought, and we were going to carve out under the new moon our uh, perfect lovers, you know, and we were quite superficial what we'd, what we'd, what we'd carved into these into these um, candles, right? And then we'd set the intention, we'd done some mantras, wait for the moon, use our rose quartz, sage everything, and that was it, oh, yeah, that's it. And literally, I kid you not, within like a week, we both found these like, quote unquote, perfect partners. Literally, they were, like, they were physically that we wanted, they seemed charming as hell, and honestly, they, we, I don't think both of us ever cried so much in our lives, because we, we'd got, we'd, we attracted these people, but because we, this, this, it's, there's no candle big enough for you to write down all the things and counterbalance all the other things too. Like, I think that my friend actually met someone they had like, they had like an addiction problem, they were gambling, they were taking drugs, they were like, just, they had like a secret, they had a secret wife and they had all these shit. There was a lot. <laughs> and the person I attracted, and you know, they, they were, they had anger issues, violence, there was like a lot going on. So I was like, we are never going to, um, they became quite obsessive, quite stalkery with me and I, I was getting, I was getting like, this sounds like this does not even sound terrible now. They were, they were sending me like huge teddy bears in the post and like showering me with gifts, which is lovely. But my love language is actually so my is that if you know what your Venus on is, this will tell you your love language. My love language is actually, funnily enough, affirmations because I um, have a, a air, an air. Um, Venus, uh, Venus air signs love to communicate, love to talk, they love to have um, compliments, affirmations, speak positively, and that is my love language. So actually, gifts, gift giving, lack of service, even though I can do that for other people because I have a fifth house Venus, isn't that really like for myself? It's, me, like, it's nice, I love it, but obviously, honestly, affirmations for me is like, yes, honey. So for me now, if I want to, if I want to nourish myself and love myself, I, I actually give affirmation to myself and I write them down and I've got them all over the walls and it's something that I really, really am champion for you guys too. Um, I'm, I'm quite fortunate. I love to have my getting ready bathroom wherever I've lived. It's so funny. Wherever I've lived, I've always had like a, a few bathrooms um, and this house is no different and it was, it was a surprise. So when I viewed the house, I had no idea there was more than one bathroom and when I moved in, I thought was, I'd, I'd open the door and this, what I thought was like a utility room. It was like, 
holy shit, there's a whole fucking bathroom in here. And it wasn't advertised as that either. And so, so, so I use that room now to um, get ready, have my makeup in there, my affirmations, my spiritual to blasting it out. My, my hubs has literally um, decked it all out for me as well, so it looks even better now. But yeah, so that happened, and I was like, we are never using the moon again to manifest love, because you can't fuck with that shit. And actually, taking that time to work on yourself, you know, and be okay with being on your own, too, because I was like, you know what, people tell me I need to be, and all through my 30s, like, I need to be, all through my 30s, I was like, people tell me I need to settle down, I, need to do this. I don't want to settle down, I don't want to stress off or anything, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet the person of my dreams, and they're going to have these qualities. And while that's happening, I'm working on myself and also having those qualities too. So I want to make sure that my cash is stacked, that I'm secure, that I have a beautiful home, that I'm doing, you know what I mean? And then, I, and then setting intention as well to have that person in my life, you know. So I'd started to not only um, look after the, the home and make it beautiful, but invite love in too. That's not, and I don't mean like having like loads of dick appointments. Yes, that did happen along the way because, you know, there's lots of trial and errors as well through this. And um, I showered the house with the rose quartz. I just still have rose quartz everywhere, all the corners of the house, the front door, I have my, you know, in each side of the um, bedroom as well, and each side of the bed. So I bought like a double of everything. So, and I made space for a partner. So there was like, you know, I had a whole cabinet of drawers empty for someone to, you know, to fill up with not just my shit and there was wardrobe space there was two there was bathroom space I bought I bought double towels um double crystals there's rose quartz in the shower because the bathroom is my love area in feng shui so what I'd done in that area I'd had like rose colored flowers towels accessories um, rose, actual rose quartz, I still have rose quartz in the bathroom, in the shower as well, because in the shower there's like a cut out um, square, like, cab. it's so nice, and I put like crystals in there too, so all throughout my 20, you know, 30s, people are telling me I need to do this, that and the other, and I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to break it with my partner, yes we've been together for um, X amount of years, but this is, not, this is not nourishing me, we're not good together, I don't like our lifestyle choices, I'm just not happy, and your abundance is affected by who you're with too, you know what I mean? So if your love life and your relationship status is like also not in alignment, it has a direct influence on your financial capabilities too because your um, love abundance in all areas has to be matched, do you know what I mean? So um, that um, relationship ended and even though I tried to break up a few times and they were telling me, you can't live without me, that and the other... Um, this was like codependency, and I believed, and I felt guilt. You know, I felt really bad and really guilt how this person they're saying they can't leave that. Maybe they can't. You know, and 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 now what I say to people is, you know, you want to be so unshakable within yourself that you can you can be all those things already. You know, so when you do, if you're already living the, your life of your dreams, having your high vibe and doing all the things, when you meet someone, they're only going to add to that. You know, they're not going to give you all this stuff actually and then they're going to take it all away. Then you're going to be destitute. You need to be like unshakable already. You know what I mean? So I said, I said this to, to my husband, I was like, you know, I, I look like, I can't even be talking about it. something similar where, um, someone that we know says they can't live without their partner their, their world has ended and I was like you know what I don't think I'd say that now because 
yeah, it would be really terrible. Obviously, if whatever happened, you know, if, if the worst, you know, worst case scenario, we didn't, we broke up for whatever reason. But I don't think I'd be. I can't live without you because my life's already amazing. You know, and you, you're, you. I don't look to you to provide my happiness, my joy. Yes, you do give me those things, but ultimately, I have to. I, I have to embody that myself. I can't expect you to make me happy twenty four seven. You know, you're not a puppy. You know what I mean? And you have to do that for you too, honey, because. When you put all that onus on somebody, when it's taken away, then yes, you would feel like your world is over and you are destroyed. But actually, you need to be able to encompass those yourself. Not because you want to uh, have damage limitation, but you want to have a life that you're inspired by and you want to do things which enrich you, you know. So I started doing a thing. Obviously, I was, I was whining and dying myself all the time. Um, I chucked out all the old clothing. And I do, I, I do like a clothing overhaul all the time when I give charity or just chuck shit out. And I don't, I don't tend to overbuy shit anymore, you know. Well, I remember before I was constantly buying stuff all the time, and now, like, now I'm not like that, you know, because I'm not seeking joy and things like that. I love to have nice stuff, don't get me wrong. I love to have nice clothes and look nice, but I'm not like focusing all my energy on that, you know. So, but I do have a an overhaul every now and again, especially with, like knickers, um, underwear, and tops and things, which are like falling, you know. Just, I'm thinking, this is faded, this is got a hole in it, why am I wearing it? I don't need this, this is not me feeling abundant as hell like you know I'm literally saying that today I just I just ordered some new car keys my car keys snapped so like I'm just literally held together by a piece of tape I said to my partner why am I walking around with a fucking cello taped car keys <laughs> this is not abundant and I literally I'm in a members group for my uh, car it's a vintage car so I'm in a members group it sounds so wanky I'm in this like a vintage members group for the car and don't put a message in there about how we're going to get because they don't make the parts anymore where do we get the keys for these doing now and uh, some people will message me and tell me and link me in the right direction it's all sorted you know just little things like like that and then so what I started to do then was take myself out on dates I'd go to the cinema on my own shopping trips on my own spa days and I wouldn't even tell people because before I'd, I'd be like trying to liaise with my, you know what it's like trying to liaise with your friends and all this sort of thing and everyone's like, this really busy unorganised excuses and people are not living their best lives so if they're not living their best lives then they're not going to have their dreams goals and desires and wanting to have self love and embody, embody that self love um, lifestyle then they're not going to be supporting you on yours either so I was like I don't ask anybody I'm just going to do the damn things on my own and I was doing the things man I was booking theatre trips going to watch Swan Lake and thing one of my favourite one of my favourite shows on my own going to my favourite restaurants on my own going away all over the world on my own I'm loving it booking five star hotels on my own and I loved it and there's not a price you can't put a price on it you know, and people are like oh you have to pay a bit more being single you know what you, you literally cannot put a price on that and I, lo- and I, I loved every minute of it I loved Every single time I've been away on my own, I've, I've just enjoyed it. I haven't told anybody I'm just going to do it. And then when I tell them, oh, yeah, I'm going away, oh, you should have told me. Because I would have sort of thought, well, you probably wouldn't have come out. It's all, it's all talk. Because you try to organise things in the past and just have them worked out. And it's so funny. When you start doing this, you actually... I remember, oh, where was I going? So I think I was going back to Ibiza. I met this woman. She was amazing. On the plane, she was covered in diamonds. And I'd, I'd sat next to her, and so we were chatting away uh, all throughout the trip. We were just chatting away uh, on the journey, sorry, on the plane about our lives and things, and how she was a solo traveller and living her best life. And I think she said she's going to meet some her girlfriends over there for a celebration or something. But she frequently travelled alone and so enjoyed it. And you know, she was talking about her, her horses and all these things. And I was just really like, listening to how um, safe and secure and, and unshakable she was in her conversation about self love and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm on this self love journey too, and I'm loving. I'm living, you know, just being and doing me, you know. And part of that 
um, was uh, meeting my husband because I, I, what I'd done was I thought, you know what, I, I want, I want to, I want someone to coach me in my training. I'm competing as at the moment, or I want to um, get some really cool training. There's a person that I think is really amazing in their career too, and started to work with them, and you know, working with this person all the time um, on my fitness goals. Uh, pursuing those and getting me stage ready to compete and to be my best self and it turned out that we ended up actually dating falling in love with each other and getting married you know what I mean so and that and I was not expecting that to happen and I was like this, and, and this, I was like this person actually we have quite a lot in common uh, we laugh all the time and we have similar goals dreams and desires and we live a really similar lifestyle um, and we had some like you know similar beliefs when it came to self-love, spirituality, and it was something that I wasn't expecting to happen, and the way it happened too, you know, it was such a surprise, and I know it sounds really cliched, but I think doing all that work over the last few years, uh, loving myself, having a wild time, getting myself um, out there and stuff, and just living my life, you know, and it all came down to self-love and self-care, you know, and some of the basic things that people don't do are like drinking of water, get sleep. When I speak to my, because I do one-to-one coaching, life coaching, and I speak to people, the first thing I ask is, like, what are your sleeping patterns? Are you drinking of water? What, are you, what have you eaten today? What are you eating? And then people are like, oh, I've had a piece of toast. I haven't drank any water today. And this is a common theme that happens to, that I'm getting with every single person that I speak to, you know. And, I, and just, to, I'll give you an anecdote. Like, I remember I'd gone to an STD clinic to get checked out because I thought I had, a, I, thought I had an STD. I was very sexually active, um, no, there's no stretch driving here. Go for it if you want to you know, get that dick, honey. You should definitely do that. I'm, I'm a purveyor of getting the dick. And so I'm going to the clinic and I'm going through all these. If you've ever been, you have to ask you literally, are you having sex? Yes. Are you having anal sex? Yes. Are you having, are you giving, are you giving, receiving oral sex? Yes, yes, yes. You know, I was like, yes, they do everything. Like, How many partners have you had? It's like, what, this year? And you know, there's a scene in Sex and the City where Samantha's being um, interviewed by her STD uh, doctor, wherever it is, and she's like, yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, I felt like that. I was like, oh my God, she's a woman's judging me. Anyway, we transpired. I didn't have an STD. I, she, was a bit, she was like, honey, you need to drink water. I was like, what? I haven't had an STD. She's like, no, you just need to drink water, darling. I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing. I didn't have an STD. Oh, I actually need to drink some fucking water. <laughs> And I was like, why? What? This is like basic self-care. And I was so mad at myself, you know, that I hadn't been drinking water. I, I, I wasn't giving myself this gift of drinking of water. And then I, and I noticed that actually I wasn't, I, I didn't have a morning practice. I didn't have an evening practice either. So I started to build it into my day. I was drinking like, I was drinking like, and I still do this now, between two to four liters of water every day. I have a morning routine now where I get up at a certain time. I meditate, I visualize, I do my tapping. Love tapping um, so much because you get to focus on um, calling in your dreams, goals and desires while tapping on the meridian points around the body. And when you tap on the meridian points around the body, you're shifting so much energy that you get to call in your dreams, call in your goals. You get to reduce your stress and anxiety by 50%. Can you believe that? 50%. It's so amazing. It's proven to be better than CBT yeah, therapy. It's so fucking amazing. I love it. And that's my day. Even then, on the evening now, I set my timer to fall asleep at a certain time. So I have a gorgeous shower, use my products, de-drag all my makeup. And I start to think about all the things that I'm grateful for for the day, the best things that happened, what I'm looking forward to. And that's how I'm finishing my day, you know. And I made sure I've drank enough water, I'm eating healthy food. And all this stuff I was doing, right, actually, you're... 
you're creating this positive momentum of self-love of feeling good and while you're doing that showing up as your best self you know you're telling the universe that i'm worthy i'm lovable i'm lovable because i love myself and i love myself because i'm you know doing these things i'm drinking water i'm having having good food i am really mindful about my relationships you know whether that be casual or more, I'm really mindful of where I spend my energy, who I listen to, my friendship circle, the places that I go to, what I put in my body. You know, this is all self-love, honey. You know what I mean? So these are all the things that I was encompassing, which I guess snowballed an avalanche into me meeting my partner and then getting married. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to talk about that and delve into that because I just thought it was so interesting that actually self-care and self-love are so many different things to what we believe to be and actually it's not about manifesting your your husband or your wife or manifesting your dream partner it's about manifesting cultivating love within yourself because and, and you hear this all the time but actually it's so fucking true that when you start to love yourself and put practice into place for yourself that yes you will then attract um, love, love in all forms whether that be through your partner your friendships, your family, the pets that you have, the people that you meet every day, the circumstances that the universe brings you, like awesome jobs, money in your bank, all these sorts of stuff, so all stems down to self-care, self-love, self-confidence. I hope you love that episode. It's something that I really wanted to passionately talk about. I've been asked to talk about it for ages, and I, don't, I know I don't talk about it enough. If you love that, please comment and leave me a gorgeous review, and I would love those five stars. Honey, um, I am launching my No More Imposter Syndrome launching i've launched my no no more can't fucking say no more imposter syndrome course it's 21 days of to remove all negativity all, all self-doubt all self all negative self-beliefs it is free part of the wellness warriors community yes make sure you check it out you get seven days free and if you love that you can sign up and you get access to me my videos all the stuff eft tapping tarot astrology all of the things all of the time you have a monthly meetup where we do a new moon manifestation i mean how fabulous is that I will catch you on my next episode. I love you so much. Thank you for listening and I'll see you soon. Just remember, House of Wellness, not just a mindset, it is a lifestyle, honey.